is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. Friday? However you want to refer to it. We have reached the end of the work week. We're going to close out this week on the workday red zone in style and we'll tell you what's coming up here in just a few moments but we got to get through the intro and the introductions and the phone number and all that good stuff this is of course the workday red zone and we appreciate you tuning in here with us on the ticket radio network so many different places you can find us on your radio dial and then also Online at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go, of course, by downloading the EAB Media Group app. And then uh, just once you get that downloaded to your smartphone, look for that ticket logo. Click on Listen Live and you will be all set. If you want to shout at us today, that's also easy enough. Although, uh, just a heads up, we're going to need you to call in early in the show or late in the show because we have a guest in studio at 1230 that we'll tell you more about in a moment. But uh, but uh, 870-930-3776 is that number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Uh, you can always, in the meantime, though, shout at us via social, facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us. And then on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is another where I am slacking. And I have not yet posted today's KavanaughCars.com question. But I'll get it up there in a moment. And when I do, of course, it will be easy to find by using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio today by producer Ryan James. It's always good to, good to be here on a Friday. How many basketball games are on the slate for the weekend? We'll have uh, some high school hoops this evening for... JHS and then some A State men's tomorrow Saturday round two I think is is tip off or you know pregame <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah our our times are about thirty minutes different than everybody's time yeah, everybody yeah, else I'm trying times. to make sure I'm saying that correctly <laughs> so don't have to confuse folks uh, two o'clock pregame that's right two thirty yeah. tip off there so we go. Uh, that's when your coverage will start on one zero seven nine K five and of course uh, looking at tomorrow really excited it's a big double header. Uh, mm-hmm. For Arkansas State Hoops. And, of course, it is a white out at First National Bank Arena. Of course, uh, you, you should wear your own white. But uh, if you don't have any white A-State gear, the first 2,000 fans in attendance are going to get a white Arkansas State basketball shirt. And, of course, uh, we'll all be out there to watch some great hoops. The slate starts with women's action uh, coming up tomorrow. And uh, a fun matchup, a bit of a historical matchup, as A-State is going to be squaring off against former Conference foe Louisiana Tech. The women's game tipping off at noon, which means Kate Carlton will have your pregame here on the ticket at 11:30, and then again uh, men's game following that. As the Red Wolves are going to be taking on 2023 NIT finalist UAB, and as we just mentioned, pregame at two, and hopefully uh, tip-off time is at 2:30. Of course, there has to be 30 minutes between when the women's game ends and the men's game starts for everybody to, to get warmed up and everything. So in the event that, that the women's game goes long, it will it will adjust tip-off time for the men's game. But pregame at 2 
regardless. And again, get there early so you can get that A-State basketball t-shirt. Elsewhere, the third edition of the Crimson and Cardinal Classic is on tap for Saturday. Arkansas taking on number 19 Oklahoma in Tulsa. Sooners won the first meeting in the Classic in 2021. Razorbacks battled back to win an 88-78 uh, decision last season. That one's going to tip off tomorrow at 3. And Memphis Grizzlies back at it tonight at FedEx Forum to host Minnesota. We're going to have that one for you here on the ticket. It's going to tip off at 7 p.m. The Grizzlies have won 3 of their last four. Coming up today on the program, very excited. A-State Vice Chancellor for Intercollegiate Athletics, Jeff Purinton, is going to be with us here in studio. By the way, apparently it's A-State Day at, at EAB, which I'm not mad about it, uh, but uh, walked in the, the front door of the studio bi- building and and A-State standout guard Izzy Higginbottom is is in studio recu- recording a, a spot, an, an advertisement that uh, for a business she's going to be the new spokeswoman for. Dustin Kellums of the Impact Club is is wandering around the halls. So it's it's a state day at EAB, which I'm I'm really glad I showed up with something with a red wolf on it, <laughs> so I can fit the part. Uh, but Jeff Purinton with us in studio at twelve thirty. Obviously, uh, there's a lot to go over. I'm really excited to talk about this bold trip with him. And uh, everything that entails, both in terms of what we're going to get to enjoy as fans and then what they're doing behind the scenes uh, to to get ready for it. Now, when I first reached out uh, to to Jerry Scott to see if we could touch base with Jeff Purinton this week and, and get him in studio and talk about uh, some things, that was before Charlie Baker, the NCAA president, had had sent out a letter to all the Division One institutions about, you know, starting a conversation regarding change uh, in the future of, of NCAA. And, and we're going to try and work a little bit in, of that into the conversation as well. Uh, but uh, we'll just, <laughs> it's it's going to be some some wide-ranging topics. Again, Jeff Purinton with us at 1230. Uh, we do need to throw out the, the KavanaughCars.com question. And so for that today, I want to know, aside from Army-Navy, what is the best rivalry? in college sports and sure you can say that army navy is not the best but you just be wrong so we're not going to entertain that we're going to go with the best college sports rivalry aside from army navy i'm i'm stoked to be at first national bank arena tomorrow for for that a state doubleheader because again the opponents are great with the women taking on louisiana tech and the men taking on uab but i am a a tiny bit sad that i'm going to miss a good bulk of of army navy because i do love that game and i do love everything that goes along with it in terms of of the pageantry and and what it means and the march on and and all of that uh but uh for those of you that that are going to have time to catch it tomorrow it is, of course, going to be the 124th football contest between the Black Knights and the Midshipmen. Uh, it's going to kick off at 2 on CBS. And they're going to be playing this one, actually, at, at the home of the Patriots in Foxborough, which I believe is the first time they are playing it at, at that location. Uh, it is, in fact. Next season, they're going to be back at FedEx Field in, in Maryland, but uh, this one only the second time. Or excuse me, that'll be the only the second time that they, they play there as well. Army's won three in a row in this one. Neither team is is going to go bowling, but that's certainly not going to matter when these teams are on the field tomorrow. Uh, looking at everything that goes into the day, I think the March on starts at 11, and you can watch that on the CBS Sports Network. 
and then the actual broadcast coverage starts at 1.30, game time slated to start at uh, at about 2, and again, CBS is, is the home for all of that coverage, and it'll be great. Of course, uh, it's it's a big deal from a, a uniform standpoint, as both sides have, have revealed uh, their uniforms actually weeks ago, uh, because they're different every year, they're always special every year. Uh, the Army uniform pays tribute to the 3rd Armored Division, and it tells the stories of the Soldiers of the 3rd Infantry Division during the opening phase of Operation Iraqi Freedom for Navy. Their special uniform this season is submarine theme and was, quote, designed to honor the service and dedication of the U.S. submarine force, its families, and its supporting personnel, end quote. Uh, So, again, uh, just going to be a a great one to keep tabs on the final FBS regular season game in 2023. And, of course, we're not too far away from Bull Talk uh, coming up. In fact, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend is when the overall bowl slate starts. And then uh, when we get to December 23rd, that's when we'll get to see a state in action for the bowl game. So, again, uh, a lot coming up. But uh, I tell you what, let's go ahead and, and step aside. We do have our phone lines open here for these first couple of segments at 870-930-3776. Again, aside from Army-Navy, what's the best rivalry in college sports we'll let you think about it we'll also come back we'll start talking about some of the hoops that's going to be going on tomorrow at a first national bank arena a couple of thoughts on a state and uab on the way after this here on the ticket enter the workday red zone weekdays noon to two on the ticket radio network the a-state women host louisiana tech saturday at noon on the ticket radio network while the men host uab at 230 on 107.9 k5 red wolves basketball is brought to you in part by centennial bank arkansas state university more air conditioning nebo auto center dirksen hospice silver line trailers domino's pizza mr t's you break i fix jim's pawn shop calmer solutions poinsett turf grass company farmer and Merchants Bank, Purcell Tire and Service Center, First Quality Roofing, Stanley Woodard Law Firm, NEA Home Improvements, and Cornerstone Caregiving. It doesn't matter if you need to stock up for a holiday gathering, stock up after a holiday gathering, or pick up something for the grown-up on your gift list. It's always worth the drive to Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the best prices, with more than 200 flavors from around the world. And there are lots of gift sets available this holiday season. And Mr. T's is open 365 days a year, anytime of year it's always worth the drive to mr t's in cardwell and in red onion missouri mr t's at riverside quick lane in jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires brakes and alignments right now buy three tires and get one free on select brands with tires starting as low as 59 dollars. plus financing options are available at quick lane we also do brakes alignments and oil changes for all makes and models your one stop for tires brakes alignments and oil changes is at quick lane at the corner of caraway and highland next to tommy's car wash or call 870-934-1907 get the best insurance rates for you and your family with rob taylor state farm hey y'all it's brandon baxter for my insurance agent rob taylor and his team at rob taylor state farm Insure your home, insure your vehicles, insure your rental properties, your business, and insure your life with Rob Taylor State Farm. This was a game changer for me and my family. See, life is expensive, and I was able to save money every single month and get better insurance coverage with Rob Taylor State Farm. And they'll do the same thing for you. Let's be real. When's the last time you looked at your insurance policies? Have your premiums slowly been creeping up? 
See, that's what happened to me. Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance was able to lower my insurance premiums and give my family better coverage. Get your free quote and start saving money today. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 367 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or you can go to Facebook or Google and search Rob Taylor State Farm. Don't let the holidays stress you out. Nukes Catering is here to save the day. Take a break from the stress and let Nukes Catering handle your holiday feast. It's more than just sandwiches. It's a whole world of delicious options. Mouth-watering sandwiches, fresh salads, piping hot pizza, comforting soups, and delectable desserts. You can even get the whole cake. Yes, the whole cake. Ordering is a breeze, too. Just call our catering manager at 501 398-0477. That's 501-398-0477. Or go online to catering.nukes.com and your holiday spread is as good as served. Don't need catering? Join us in-store and try our new spiced-up menu. How about trying our succulent roast beef or indulging in the classic French dip sandwich? Try our mouth-watering all-meat pizza and a refreshing Italian chopped salad, too. Find us at 1408 East Highland Drive in Jonesboro. At the Foundation of Arts, our mission is improving the quality of life of our community through the arts. And for 37 years, the FOA has done just that. Through the outreach programs we offer each year, the FOA is able to serve thousands of area students and families. This allows everyone the opportunity to experience live theater, study their art in weekly classes with tuition discounts, and even serve adults with special needs. By making the arts more accessible to all, we can make a meaningful impact on even more people in our community. But it takes generous givers to achieve this goal. If you can, please consider a gift to help the FOA further the mission for everyone in our community. Together, we can make a difference. The FOA is strong and poised for continued growth. Join the FOA community today. Start by going to foajonesboro.org to make a gift to help others receive the gift of a quality arts experience. See you at the theater. Or at the art center. Or at the next festival. Or concert. Or or just just anytime. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you again in about 15 minutes. We're going to be joined by A-State's Jeff Purinton. Uh, very excited for that conversation. We'll see him again tomorrow when there's a doubleheader at First National Bank Arena. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about, about that men's game, although I, I am getting ahead of myself just a little bit. Uh, I need to throw back out the KavanaughCars.com question. Again, aside from Army-Navy. What is the best rivalry in college sports? That's our KavanaughCars.com question. We do have open phone lines this segment at 870-930-3776. But A-State men's basketball looking to to get back in the win column tomorrow. Going to be in Jonesboro for a rare home game. In fact, this is the only home game. In the entire month of of December, wouldn't you know it, you know, this this non-conference schedule was already super road heavy. And then A-State is going to start Sunbelt play on the road as well. Uh, But, uh, but, you know, they're going to be back in in Jonesboro quite a bit in January. But that being said, this is just, it's a really tough part of the schedule. It's not getting any easier. 
And this is really a game where it looks like A-State needs to kind of seize the home opportunity and, and get back in the win column here. A-State is coming off an 89-65 loss at, at Alabama, but there were some positive things from that one that I feel like I saw from the Red Wolves, especially in, in the second half against a team that was going to be uh, or that was better on, on paper, had more talent, had more depth, but there were, there were some positives. Uh, the big question tonight for A-State, and unfortunately has been one of the biggest questions for the entire season practically at this point in time, is just who's going to be in the lineup uh, coming up tomorrow when these teams square off. Just kind of a reminder, of course, we know that, that Laquil Hardnett is probably not quite ready, although that should be happening soon as he continues to recuper, recuperate excuse me, from a severe ankle sprain uh, that happens, oh gosh, probably, what was that, like the second or third game of the season? So he is trying to recuperate from that. Uh, his initial timeline for recovery was about a month, so that's getting closer, but yet at the same time, I'd, I'd be a little bit surprised to see him tomorrow. And then it's it sounds like a very big TBD on Caleb Fields and Terrence Ford. Uh, Caleb Fields suffered a concussion against Little Rock back last Friday, and so, of course, you're not you're not messing around with that. I have no idea where he's at, like in, in concussion protocol or anything like that. But uh sounded like when we spoke with Coach Hanson a couple of days ago when he did that Zoom that that Fields would be kind of a, a day-to-day situation, a, a game-time decision. So that's that's obviously a concern there. And then with Terrence Ford, you know, he is trying to just get that foot better. It was off-season surgery on the foot, then a little bit of, uh, you know, an ankle tweak as he tries to build back up the muscles in that foot, the tendons, strengthen everything in there. So that's what that's what he's battling. So so, so let's just say A-State's going to be without those three guys. So this is going to have to be another big game for, for Taryn Todd. Taryn Todd is just, he's handling so much of the workload right now. Uh, he's got to play point guard, which is not what he was brought in to play. And then right now, he's also this team's leading scorer at just a little bit over 13 points per game. Now, Todd is trending in a really good direction in terms of the way that, that he's been handling this load. Uh, A-State was without Fields and Ford at UTRGV when they played that team in the the Acresure Invitational in Palm Springs uh, for the second half at Little Rock and then also for the entire game at Alabama. And each game, the turnover numbers have dropped just a little bit and and the, the scoring has gone up. And that second half specifically at Alabama, it looked like Taryn Todd had settled in. He played 19 minutes in the second half. He didn't turn over the ball. And then overall, the entire team just seemed more settled in, more comfortable uh, there without a a true point guard. You know, you look at the second half against Alabama, and A-State had just three turnovers total, which was a huge step in in a good direction. Now, a life without a point guard is still going to be difficult if if that's what A-State has to deal with uh, tomorrow. But again, we're, we're seeing some big steps from Todd. And that makes you feel just a little bit more confident that if A-State is going to be limited again, that that uh, Todd's going to be able to handle it and, and then some. 
we are going to see A-State shoot 35 threes in this one. And to be honest, we we should. There is, right now for the Red Wolves, a, a pretty big discrepancy between home and road three-point shooting. Now, this is kind of one of those things where the, the percentages do not at all completely tell the whole story. One, A-State's played two games at home. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, there were two exhibitions. I'm not counting those. But just two games so far at, at home versus seven on the road. So you've got a really small sample size when we're talking about home three-point percentage. And then, of course, you know, the home teams, Alcorn State and, and Jackson State versus playing Wisconsin and Iowa and Alabama on the road. So so on the road right now, this A-State team is, is shooting 28.4% from, from deep, which is a percentage you'd like to see increase just a little bit if you're a high-volume three-point team. But, but if A-State is going to shoot or, or hit threes at the same clip tomorrow they have in their previous two home games, then I want to see this team launch up 100 threes. Because A-State's shooting at 47% from three at home. That is just an absolutely insane number. And once again, I'm begging, can we can we bring back the three-point balloon? <laughs> because clearly, uh, this season would be a great, great year for it. So again, A-State's going to shoot a lot of threes tomorrow, and, and it really, really sounds like they should. A couple other guys that I'm interested to see uh, tomorrow as well. Uh, one specifically in, in Isaiah Nelson, who just played solid in that game against Alabama. The the knock on Nelson in his short career is that he has all of this intensity. He has all of this energy. Uh, he's a little bit of a, a chaos monster for, you know, the, the opposing team to deal with when he's, when he's there, you know, clogging up the paint on, on defense. But he also is prone to getting in foul trouble. And ask Coach Hodson about that during the Zoom earlier this week and just talked about, you know, what... What has to happen there for Nelson to be able to keep up that intensity level but not end up on the bench due, due to fouls? And he said it was just a thing of, of maturity, uh, just going to need more games, more experience, and and that's going to get better as, as he continues to grow. And again, he played a really good game at Alabama. So how will he be able to, to fare coming up tomorrow against UAB? UAB, by the way, is... Uh, Coming into this one at four and four, uh, these teams, really interestingly enough, have only played once before ever, which is kind of wild to me. Uh, so the last time they played was actually all the way back in 1985. Um, I, I don't think I have the box score for that one anywhere. So it's it's. Uh, also would certainly not be very pertinent as it pertains to tomorrow's game <laughs> since it's been that long since since the teams have played. But that just uh, kind of got my attention. Also, you know, it was at a, a neutral site when these teams did meet in 1985. So Iowa City, Iowa. So again, kind of wild that these teams are, are geographically, geographic, geographically goodness why was that so hard uh geographically these teams are, are close you would think they would have met a couple times along the way but just just once interestingly enough i think that was uh also the same the same event in 1985 where a state upset iowa so interesting that both of those teams are back on the schedule this year 
But again, 2.30 is when this one is going to tip off. 2 o'clock is your pregame time. The second game of a doubleheader. So fingers crossed uh, that everything will, will be on time tomorrow. Because if the women's game runs long, then, then the men's game will have a slightly delayed tip off. But uh, hopefully, hopefully not too much, too much longer. Uh, again, first 2,000 fans in attendance get a white A-State basketball t-shirt. So just wear wear your white gear. Uh, but if if you're limited on white A-State stuff, they're going to give you some at the door. And you can put on your t-shirt and yell real loud when, when you get there. But it should be a great day. This is, this is a good opponent. UAB rolls into Jonesboro ranked 141 in Ken Pomeroy's rankings. A-State uh, in that metric is 227. So this is this is a really good opportunity to get what would be statistically and analytically a, a really good win against a well-coached team, again, who had a lot of success last year in a deep run in the in the NIT. I also feel like this will be a good measuring stick for some of the better teams in the Sunbelt Conference, which has had an interesting non-conference season. Obviously, James Madison is out there kicking butt and taking names. They're ranked. They haven't lost yet. It's been kind of hit or miss for some other teams in, in the Sun Belt. So there's still a lot to be determined in terms of the pecking order around the league. And uh, we'll start finding out, of course, more about that when league play tips off December the 30th. But again, the only time in the entire month of December to catch this men's team in Jonesboro is going to be tomorrow. We'll talk about the women's game coming up later. Obviously, the opponent there. Absolutely get your attention. Louisiana Tech rolling back into First National Bank Arena. And it, I don't think it matters. For, for a lot of you that have been A-State fans for a long time, it doesn't matter if, uh, if A-State is playing Louisiana Tech in football, in basketball, in golf, in Parcheesi. You, you, would, you want to beat them at, at all times. So I know a lot of you looking forward to that one tomorrow. And again, uh, we'll, we'll talk women's basketball with you coming up in hour two. But we're going to go ahead and step aside. Because hopefully when we come back, we will be... Joined by A-State Vice Chancellor for Intercollegiate Athletics, Jeff Purinton. Looking forward to that conversation. We'll talk bowl prep and wideouts and this and that and who knows uh, when we return. But uh, we'll be back in a moment. Keep it here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Good afternoon, I'm Kate Morgan from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. December corn at 469, up three quarters. March down one and a half, 486 and a half. January soybeans at 1309 and a half, down two and a quarter. March also down two and a quarter at 1328. December wheat at 618 and a half, down seven and a half. March down nine at 633 and a quarter. March cotton at 8137, down 122. May down 121 at 8186. And January rice at 1702, down six. March down five at seventeen thirty. In the livestock complex, December live cattle at one sixty three forty five up one ten. February up one thirty at one sixty three eighty three. January feeder cattle at two thirteen ten up two eighty three. With March up two ninety three at two fourteen ten. And December lean hogs at sixty seven seventy five up twenty. With February up twenty three at sixty eight oh one. That's your noon farm market report from your EAB Ag Network. Have a great day. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Would you notice an eight-year-old girl who's not excited for summer break? Because she may not be having lunch again until September? 
or a single father of two who works three part-time jobs and still can't put enough food on the table. Or maybe a mother who cleans offices at night, hoping to find meeting leftovers to take home to her hungry family. Or a war veteran who's having, having a hard time landing a job and getting back on his feet. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Money comes and money goes. Unfortunately, it doesn't come and go at the same pace. That and even coming and going of money is one of the most important reasons why you'll like doing business with Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon. First, open a checking account and you'll be able to keep track of all outgoing money. Second, a savings account. And then, when you're fortunate enough to have more money coming in than going out, you'll want to add that extra to your savings account and collect interest on it. And third, because you'll be an established customer at Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon. And when you have a money need that's more than you can comfortably afford from your savings or salary, you'll find that it's easy to obtain a loan. Why not visit Merchants and Planners Bank today and open both your checking and savings accounts? You'll find you're going in the right financial direction from then on. Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon, member FDIC. At Barton's, we see your commitment to making your project a success. From the pro up with the sun that doesn't quit until it goes down to the DIYer who faces each challenge head on, our seasoned store partners support you every step of the way. Since 1885, Barton's has been the backbone of local communities for every type of project. From new construction to home remodel, our dedicated team is here to empower your project with local delivery options and a variety of complimentary project services, including expert kitchen plans. Visit your hometown team today and build it better with Bartons. You must be your fairy godmother. <laughs> yes. It doesn't take a fairy godmother to tell you that the right fit means everything. Good heavens, child. You can't go in that. Children under four foot nine need to be in a booster seat because they aren't ready for adult safety belts alone. Remember that four foot nine is the magic number and get your little pumpkin there safely in a booster seat. Oh, thank you. For more information, visit boosterseat.gov. This has been a message from the U.S. Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. Unused prescription opioid pain medicines can spell trouble. Safely dispose of opioids before they can hurt your family. Find a drug take-back option such as medicine drop boxes. Visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. And first off, it's it's always pretty cool when you have a guest that comes in that's that's kind enough to take time out of their day and drive <laughs> across town, especially during the holiday season, which has got to be nuts. But uh, it's even more cool when they show up bearing gifts. <laughs> and that's what Arkansas State Vice Chancellor for Intercollegiate Athletics, Jeff Purinton, has, has done. He shows up in studio and he's got some of the uh, the giveaways from, from the football season. So I am now the proud owner of one of the collectible little Coke bottles that celebrates 50 seasons at, at Centennial Bank Stadium and brought some replica stadiums as well. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, I knew you had the bobblehead of DeMario, so yeah. I wasn't sure if you had the stadium or the Coke bottles, and we had a few left. And, you know, as we get into the holiday season in December, I always feel like you should have something yeah. when you go somewhere. Bring something. Uh, whether it's a Christmas party and you bring a bottle of wine or a Coke bottle. 
uh, in a stadium replica. Well, I already th- I, I might grab another one of these and give it to my dad for Christmas. I'm so baffled with what to get for him. Right. So I'm just you, you might have helped me out big time with that. So I appreciate it. What's What's going on right now for A State <laughs> Athletics? You've got you've got a bowl game to prep for uh, yeah. coming up tomorrow. You've got a doubleheader, a whiteout. It seems like it seems like a lot. Yeah, I was telling our staff the other day uh, this is this is being busy and uh, everything going on is a good thing. This yeah. is what we want to have happen. So, yeah, preparing for the bowl game. Uh, basketball season's obviously rolling along, and um, so we had some of our staff go to uh, Montgomery earlier this week and do a site visit and check out the hotel and the practice uh, facilities and and all the things we'll have going on down there. Um, And then I went out to football foundation meetings in Las Vegas earlier this week. So I was out that way. Did get to see um, Terry and Julie Mahajer and Beth and Kelly Danfuss and Coach Spurrier and Coach Richt and uh, a bunch of people. Uh, It's always cool to see those Hall of Fame inductees and then see some of the people that you've worked with in the past. So we got all that going on and then preparing for – doubleheader basketball tomorrow and a whiteout and we we have football recruits in as well so tomorrow will be football recruits in the morning uh we have a breakfast and i'll go to that and then basketball and then i think julie has me going to a a holiday party tomorrow night so i'm gonna have to rest up this evening well we we really appreciate you having time to to come visit with us by the way today is a state day in our studio uh izzy higginbottom is uh, awesome. was in a studio just across the way a few moments ago recording an, an ad. Dustin Kellum said so the Impact Club was here. You're here, so I, apparently it's apparently it's a state day every day. There you go. <laughs> it, 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 we're we're a proud uh, proud partner of Arkansas State Athletics, no, so we'll I've take it every day. And how much we appreciate the partnership, and I think it's unique, uh, especially in the Sun Belt. Um, but there's not many places I don't care what level that have the coverage and. Uh, the attention that we receive uh, from you guys. So thank you so much. Well, thank you, because we can we can be bribed for, you know, even even more attention, just more Coke bottles. And we're all about it. Uh, Let's talk. uh, Well, let's let's start immediate future and and then kind of work our way out a little bit to the ballgame. But obviously, you've got you've got the the whiteout tomorrow. Uh, You've got the doubleheader tomorrow. This has been and I've got, of course, this Coke bottle right in front of me, just a really cool season in terms of, of promotions that a state has done you're giving away the t-shirts tomorrow just what has been what has that been like to coordinate all of that from football and basketball on yeah it takes a lot of planning uh because you can't just decide you're going to do a wide out the day before or you know give away bobbleheads or 50th anniversary mementos uh so good job by jerry scott and brad bobo and all of our external uh team in terms of getting that lined up but just try to you know, do something a little bit different. You know, I think whether it's the students or our fans, um, you know, if, if you're debating on what you're going to do tomorrow, you know, come be part of the whiteout. Take yeah. a break from the shopping. Maybe you don't want to deal with all the traffic like you mentioned um, and come into FMB and we'll have 2,400 shirts. So uh, we'll give those out at the beginning of both games. Um, so, yeah, just just trying to be creative and, and give our fans something a little different for for a lot of our games and events. Who books the halftime shows? That would be marketing. Okay. Yeah. And I have asked, you know, I'm a big Red Panda fan. We used to have her at Alabama all the time, and that's just amazing. And I know she's getting older, and some more bowls have fallen, you know, at some of the the games. But I think she maybe is a little bit out of our price range, but we'll we'll continue to to work on that. Maybe a sponsor will step up and and, uh, 
and take care of Red Panda. It's by the way, it's Christian Sandu tomorrow, and that that looks really cool. I'm a big fan of frisbee dogs, but we'll I'll peer yep, pressure you during too. during the break for that one. Uh, want to talk obviously about the bowl game, and we'll get to all kinds of stuff going on in in Montgomery here in just a moment. But just kind of you know leading up to that with with. 12 teams in the Sun Belt going bowling. I mean, what were conversations with the league office, I guess, you know, that, that week when we were waiting, when you knew it was 12 teams, but nobody knew where they were going yet? Right. Well, we had weekly calls with the commissioner, uh, and he did a great job of keeping us all updated. I mean, early on, before you knew exactly how many we were going to have, you know, we were certainly monitoring everybody. Yeah. Because you, the worst thing is you get bowl eligible, and then there's no place to go. Um, but Keith had had some good plans if it didn't shake out the right way. And fortunately, we ended up with, I think, three extra spots. So James Madison got in as well. Um, but there is a lot. There's a lot of moving parts because they don't want to. They're trying not to have two conference teams play. Sure. Uh, trying not to have rematches. Trying not to have teams go back to somewhere where they were maybe the previous year. Um, so a lot of different conversations. And then the regionality part uh, was. I think that's important. You know, I think being able to drive to Montgomery uh, is a big deal. And, you know, Texas State stayed in the state. South Alabama's down in Mobile. So I think that made a lot of sense. But, yeah, it's getting 12 teams and, and juggling that is – it's kind of like football scheduling in general. It's yeah. it's challenging. Because there were so many pieces this year to that bowl puzzle for the Sun Belt, I mean, do you get any input at all? Do you even get to say, hey, you know, if – We'd, we'd like to be here. Or do you even get to have that conversation when it's so chaotic? Yeah, I had some conversations. And it, even the first year at Alabama in 2007, you know, we were 6-6. Six and six, So we were lobbying uh, to get into any, any bowl game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just had some talks and let people know, you know, we haven't been to a bowl game since 19. Uh, our fans will respond. Uh, if you ask people in Mobile or Montgomery or places we've been, I think they've been happy with, with the turnout. Yeah. Um, so, yep, just letting them know. I talked to New Orleans. I talked to Mobile. I talked to Montgomery, uh, several of those. And then talking to some people that, that know kind of how the ESPN part works and, and then talking to the commissioner, just getting an idea. And then you didn't know, and it wasn't – you knew R12, but you didn't know how these games this past weekend were going to shake sure. out. So some different things happened that caused – the shuffling of the deck for some opponents, not so much for us, um, but the ACC and some of those things that changed after Saturday and after the CFP announcement Sunday. Was was there ever a time it looked like A-State might play another Sunbelt opponent in the bowl game? Early on, yeah, uh, they mentioned that as a possibility, but as it sorted itself out, sure. uh, it was looking more and more like a MAC opponent for us. So, I mean, the early bowl projections, well, there's so many different people who do it, and they were kind of all over the place, but some of the go-to people that do the bowl projections, like Brett McMurphy, for example, fairly early on had, had A State in, in Montgomery. So did you feel kind of comfortable before the official announcements that that might be the spot? No, I never really Okay. Until I see it. <laughs> yeah, whether it's uh, waiting on the CFP teams to be announced where I worked before or even our bowl uh, but, you know, I did have some conversations. Uh, actually, Johnny Williams, who's the CEO, president of the Camellia Bowl, used to work at Alabama. So I know Johnny well. And then talking to our conference office uh, staff members, you know, they kind of said this is most likely. But yeah. just know that this can change Saturday night, Sunday morning. 
And then after that, the official announcement comes out and then what happens from an athletics department standpoint where you guys have to go from, you know, zero to 60 in, in the blink of an eye. Yeah, so obviously the press release and, and, and the main information goes out, how to order tickets. And then that next step is planning the site visit. And we had a preliminary staff meeting before that, so we knew kind of Sunday what the game plan was would be and sure. and how we would go from there. And, and then when Montgomery would be able to host us. Uh, so we had several of our, of our people down there. And, and the good thing is we've already stayed at that hotel, which is the Renaissance, when we played Troy. And it's a really good hotel. We actually stayed there when I was at Alabama. So yeah. uh, good meeting space. And, and really the key to me for a good bowl game is the walkability in the city. And sure. I think downtown Montgomery's done a really good job through the years of growing and lots of good restaurants and things to do there by the river. Um, but the team hotel, because that's where the kids are going to be, young men are going to be for the most yeah. part. So we're going to make sure our hospitality room is done the right way if we need to add some things there. Um, and the meeting space, too, is important. I know uh, it, it doesn't hurt that there is a, a Winsels practically attached to the team hotel. And I know as soon as that announcement went out that the A-State Alumni Association, and, and thanks to Centennial Bank, uh, would be hosting a bowl bash there. Um, I was thrilled. I'm going to guess there was there was some pretty good response to that from, from everybody. Yeah, I think that may, may be the number one thing that I get asked is <laughs> whether we ended up in Mobile or Montgomery. Is there going to be an event at uh, Winsel's the night before? So, yes, there will be. There's actually a pep rally um, at 6 o'clock mm-hmm. um, down at the, the train station. So we'll have cheer and band, uh, myself, coach, some players there for the pep rally. And then it's it's really easy. It's right there. You can walk. Yeah over to Wenzel's starting at 6.30, 6.30 to 8.30. Yeah, and thanks to Centennial Bank, uh, Davey Carter, Rice Goat, all those guys for helping arrange that part, and we're partnering with the Alumni Association and then our Red Wolves Foundation as well. So should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it, and it's literally connected to, yeah. the, to the Renaissance, the team hotel. So pretty easy walkability for everybody, especially if you had a couple beers. Stumble ability for some of y'all. I'm go. not going to name names, but uh, but yes, that, <laughs> that was something that I know I was asking about it, uh, immediately as, as well. There's other events surrounding the bowl game uh, tailgate that morning, correct? correct? Get ready for yeah. And then real quick back to the um, the bowl bash the night before. Sure, you do need to sign up. It's free. Uh, I think up to a certain point, obviously. Um, but there's a registration online. I think it's a state Camellia Bowl Bash 2023. Uh, so go ahead and line that up so we can get the numbers right. And okay. then, yeah, Saturday morning there's a tailgate uh, beginning at 8 a.m. Uh, that's with the Alumni Association, Red Wolves Foundation, and the Impact Club. And then tickets available for that. Uh, so if you're in Scarlet Society or 1200 Club, there's a way to get uh, complimentary tickets. And then through the alumni office as well. that um, comes for, with a breakfast buffet, coffee, all that kind of stuff. Bloody Mary bar, mimosa bar for those that really want to get an early start. Uh, but that's also available online. Uh, you can go to the astatealumni.org okay. uh, website and log in there if you want to go to the – that tailgate will be at 8 a.m. right there uh, next to the stadium, 8 to 11, uh, which is obviously kickoff. Sure. Early kickoff, but at the same time, that gives everybody the chance to, to come home that evening if they would like and, and be home all day for, for Christmas Eve and Christmas, which is which is nice. Exactly. Um, I want to talk 
I want to talk a little bit about this team, about what Butch Jones has done this year. Uh, there, there are some big, big picture NCAA topics going on this this week that I'd like to throw at you. But we need to go ahead and step aside and, and take a quick break. Um, our A State updates always, always brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. We'll be back right after this here on the Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. On your team. And this is Above the Noise. Having an elite head coach is one of the most valuable assets in football. Even if your team has a tough game, a top coach can maybe will you to victory, coach you to victory. But last night, we may have witnessed the rare downside to that. The Patriots aren't a good football team. The main issue has been the quarterback. But quarterbacks don't grow on trees. A top draft pick would help the team end their search for an answer. But after a win over the Steelers last night, the Patriots picking inside the top two starting to look a little shaky. Pittsburgh's facing a similar dilemma. We all know Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season in the Steel City, but after losing Ben Roethlisberger, the team's inability to secure a promising young quarterback has kept them in the middle of the pack. So while it's tough to complain about having a Hall of Fame head coach, these two teams are a perfect example of why it can be difficult having Hall of Fame coaches, but not quarterbacks. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Fall is officially here, and that means football and whiskey season is in full swing. And there's no better way to enjoy the game than with Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey, the official whiskey of The Dan Patrick Show. Crafted by distilling legend Brian Nation, former master distiller of Jameson and Red Breast Whiskies, Keeper's Heart is a unique blend of smooth Irish whiskey and bold American whiskey for a completely new taste experience. Whether you enjoy it neat, on the rocks, or in a signature cocktail, it's the ultimate game day companion. In just two short years, Keeper's Heart has already earned over 120 awards, including World's Best Irish Whiskey for their 10-year single malt. Visit KeepersHeartWhiskey.com, use the promo code DAN2023, get a $10 discount on your purchase. Plus, surprise the whiskey lover in your life with a free custom label, a perfect holiday gift you can order directly on their website. This fall, elevate your game day with Keeper's Heart Whiskey and make it your MVP as you cheer on your team. Are you looking for a great gift that's easy to get? How about a gift that keeps on giving? Think Super 10's Window Tenant. Get that special someone a gift card from Super 10's in any amount you'd like. It just takes minutes and you're in and out. So if there's someone on your Christmas list driving around with no tent, think Super 10's. It's the gift that keeps on giving day after day, year after year. There's a lifetime warranty on all their tent jobs. And with over 50 years of combined experience, these guys are the professionals. Great customer service and top of the line, Lumar Window Films made in America. Let our family take care of your family's window tinting needs. And don't let your family drive around without the protection they need this Christmas. Not only does window tint make every vehicle look better, it also protects your skin from UV rays. It gives you an extra layer of privacy. And it insulates your ride, keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. Call Super Tents, 870-933-TINT. That's 870-933-8468. Or stop by Super Tents at 3212 East Nettleton next to Shadrack's Coffee and Sonic. Super Tents, tint with the best or fade like the rest. At first National Bank, our mortgage lending team knows what it takes to make a home and a superior home loan process. Simple, proven, and reliable service with competitive rates at a bank that already feels like home. Since 1889, that's been the First National Bank way because for our people, this is home. Apply online at fnbank.net slash mortgage. From our family to yours, welcome home. First National Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. 
anywhere, anytime, any season. Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades Zoysia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tifway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and at PoinsettTurfGrass.com. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone as we continue our Friday A-State update. Brought to you by Calmer Solutions with A-State and VCIA AD. You said you are going to quit using that term and go straight to athletic director. But it's your title. <laughs> You're strict by, by the title it's, person. It's your title, so we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. Got it. Uh, but uh, we'll just call you Jeff at least for the duration of, of the conversation work. in studio. Uh, we were talking obviously prior to the break about about the bowl game and and all of the fun stuff that's going to be coming up with it. But but one, it's just it's it's pretty cool that this team is going bowling. Period. And you've obviously had a, a front row show to to the improvement. When you look at this team, you know compared with with last year, just. What do you feel like is, is the biggest change you've seen? Yeah, I think just starting with the togetherness, and uh, you can just kind of sense the bond, whether you're at practice or in the locker room. Um, guys support each other, prop each other up, hold each other accountable. And when you start to see that, that's when you have your better teams. Yeah. And Coach Jones will tell you that, Coach Saban, whoever. The coach can't always be the one right. telling you to do right and wrong and go harder and all that kind of thing your, your peers have to do that and I think this team got better and better um, as we went along and yeah it's been fun to watch and they're just a good group to be around to be honest with you um, I think I told you last year was the first time ever in my almost 30 years that I didn't have a bowl game to go to so I've been very fortunate obviously yeah. Um, but I didn't know what to do with myself in December. My family was ready to run me out of the house. <laughs> so I told our guys, uh, I said, hey, disappointing season last year. I can't be home for all of December. It doesn't work. My wife and girls would, would echo that times 100. So when we were beating Texas State in the fourth quarter, one of our guys put his arm around me and said, <laughs> Mr. Purence, we remembered what you said about going to bowl game. He's like, we got to six. We got you taken care of. So that was pretty cool. And I think everybody will pay a bunch of attention to the playoffs, and that's great. And we go to 12 next year. But I do think, you know, what it means to our players and staff and fans to go to a bowl game yeah. uh, to get to six wins and continue the season – uh, it's pretty special, and I, I hope that doesn't get lost as we move forward with what all happens in college athletics um, because this this is something where they'll remember it. And the other part is we get the additional two weeks of practice, which is huge. We have a really young team still, sure. a bunch of freshmen and sophomore. Uh, this will go a long way towards uh, next season as well. Like you mentioned the changes in college athletics, and obviously they've been they've been significant just in the past few years with the portal and with NIL and all of that. And now we're we're looking ahead, and it, there's more changes coming. There's more court cases out there that the the NCAA is probably going to get hammered by. But you know, earlier this week we saw Charlie Baker put out a a letter to to Division One institutions where he talked about maybe 
just kind of spitballing the idea of a new subdivision. Can you can, can you kind of put his letter first off in, in layman's terms? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to get somebody a lot smarter than me with more of a legal I'm, background. Uh, no, I think, you know, I think the main thing is this is a starting point for more conversation. Sure. And I don't know where we end up, but, it, you know, our commissioner said that there's no – we don't need to hit the panic button right now. This may be a couple of years um, before we end up uh, somewhere down the road. Um, but, you know, I think my big picture thing is I don't want this to become something where whatever we put in place, where opportunities are taken away from some of the non-revenue sports or some of the maybe not your top 20 genera- revenue-generating sure, sure. schools because – you know, I think it means something for, you know, our track and field student athletes, you know, that are on scholarship. You know, we have a lot of first generation scholars here yeah. and, and everywhere, really. Um, my dad was that running track at South Carolina. Uh, so I think we create a lot of really great opportunities. Uh, and I hope we don't lose that uh, as we go along. That would be my main take just from a big picture standpoint. But I have no idea where we're going to end yeah. up. Just I mean, I want to ask, you know, how something like this would specifically impact Arkansas State, but when it's so new and so fresh and you're still trying to figure out what the big picture goal was, I mean, do do you even have any way to wrap your head around that at at this point? Honestly, no. Yeah. Um, I think we need to be aware of what's going on around us, certainly, uh, in, in our league. Um, but those are, were some significant numbers if you look at uh, yeah. budgets and how you would allocate it. So it would have to come from somewhere. Um, and I think sometimes it gets lost. You know, there's only a handful of schools that actually uh, make money in terms of college athletics and a couple of sports, really, at the end of the day. Um, so when you're talking about a tennis student athlete or golf or whatever the sport may be, most are already getting, you know, scholarship and tutors and uh, facilities first class on that end and then cost of attendance money so it's not as if you know people aren't getting anything in terms of their scholarship there's a lot that already goes into it and I also understand that we you know should create opportunities for for young people that may can you know benefit from NIL and advertising and, and different sponsorships and things like that I do think that's important um, but I think threading the needle is going to be the whole trick to all of this. The music is is just about to hit, uh, but I want to ask you yesterday's KavanaughCars.com question. What okay. was the best play of the year for A-State football? The best play of the year? That is a great question. <laughs> just put you on the spot. Because it's got to be something from the, I think, just the Texas State win. Uh, I'm just going to say taking the knee as the clock uh, hit zero when we won our sixth game. Okay. That's kind of a cop-out answer, but my brain is not firing on all cylinders today. Well, I thought you were going to give me the rivalry question from today. All right, all right. Aside from Army-Navy, what's <laughs> what's the best rivalry in college sports? And I was supposed to go to Army-Navy for the first time last year, but obviously it was my first uh, December here, and it was a bit chaotic, so I had to cancel it. So I had to get that back on the schedule. That's that's up there, even though I haven't been to it. I've been lucky to be at, you know, the Iron Bowl. Yeah. And then Florida, Florida State. And it kind of depends. Both teams are really good. That intensity level just reaches 100%. So 
So those would be the two. And then I guess Ray State, we'd have to say Louisiana, just from stories I've heard, and, and Memphis probably as well. But, you know, as we have these new teams in the Sun, I don't think we'll develop some new rivalries as we, as we go. you got to get back to campus. I will head back that way. All right. Yeah, we really the traffic. We appreciate the time today. Thanks for having me. We've got to step Holds aside up. for our halftime break. We'll be right back after this here on The Ticket. Looking for affordable health insurance for you or your family for 2024? The open enrollment period is your chance to enroll in a plan that fits your needs and budget. Call Woody Harrelson today, 870-897-5000. That's 897-5000. Or come by 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro to find the right Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield ACA plan for you. But act fast. The open enrollment period ends January 15th. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent for Arkansas Blue Cross. Plans available only to residents of Arkansas. Looking for affordable health insurance for you or your family for 2024? The open enrollment period is your chance to enroll in a plan that fits your needs and budget. Call Woody Harrelson today, 870-897-5000. That's 897-5000. Or come by 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro to find the right Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield ACA plan for you. But act fast. The open enrollment period ends January 15th. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent for Arkansas Blue Cross. Plans available only to residents of Arkansas. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is striving to make life easier for all their banking customers by introducing a brand new way to control your Visa debit card. With the MyCard Rules mobile app, you can turn your debit card on or off with the push of a button, set limits on spending and transaction types, see recent transactions, customize alerts, and so much more. Existing customers can download the free MyCard Rules app today in the Apple app or Google Play Store. We're giving you the power to take control of your card at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. Arrive in style in a crown limousine. Whether it's a birthday, anniversary, prom, wedding, concert, any special occasion. At Crown Limousine, we do all the driving. You have all the fun. Book our 14-passenger Hummer or 10-passenger Lincoln now at crownlimo1.com or 870-215-0077. Crown, crown Today, the only way to get through the pain, trials, and uncertainty is to look to Jesus. We cannot grasp the infinite measure of God's love for us. At Central Baptist Church, everyone is welcomed and wanted. Each week, we join with Jesus in His mission to reach more people and lead them into a growing relationship with Him. For more info, follow us on social media or visit us online at centralbaptist.com. See you Sunday. In this season of gratitude, Pico Foods thanks our farmers for their support, wishing you and your family health and happiness. As the seventh largest U.S. poultry producer and a fourth-generation family-owned company, we're committed to competitive prices on new crop and stored corn and milo, partnering with local producers. For Arkansas and Missouri, contact David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Andrew Parker or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Happy holidays from Pico Foods. 
foods. Hi, folks. This is Andy from Andy's Frozen Custard. In school, my science teacher told me that opposites attract. This never made any sense to me until now. Andy's Pretzel Caramel Crunch Concretes. Andy's Made Fresh Hourly Sweet Vanilla Custard blended with the salty taste of pretzels complemented by the warm, smooth caramel and with the crunch of the pretzels, sweet and salty, smooth and crunchy, opposites do attract. And let me tell you, you'll be attracted to this treat. Stop by your nearest Andy's Frozen Custard and ask for a Pretzel Caramel Crunch. Visit eatandys.com for the Andy's nearest you. Did you know when you donate a kidney, you give the gift of life? I had no idea you could donate an organ while you were still alive. If I'm born with two healthy kidneys but only need one, and I could really improve somebody else's life, why not? When I think of giving up something I don't need in exchange for a life, it's no contest. If I had another one, I'd do it again. Visit the National Kidney Foundation at kidney.org. Now, you know. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Left in the work week. I'm uh, pretty excited about it. Of course, it's going to be a busy weekend. Doubleheader at First National Bank Arena coming up uh, tomorrow. And we'll talk about that uh, first game of the doubleheader, A-State against Louisiana Tech women's basketball uh, coming up tomorrow at noon. We'll, we'll get into that here in just a moment. But before we dive into that preview, first off, a big thank you to A-State, we'll call him AD, Jeff Purinton, who was just with us in studio um, obviously, there there are a million billion things going on right now with Arkansas State Athletics, uh, but uh, he took the time out of his day to drive across town, hang out with us in studio, answer all our bowl questions, talk a little NCAA big picture with us, and, and then even showed up with gifts. So a big, big thank you. And, of course, uh, that chat brought to you, all of our A-State updates brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions, providing IT services for the modern workforce and the technology and expertise to help you succeed. Coming up this hour, we will do our uh, regular look around the portal. There's some interesting coaching carousel uh, rumors out there, including a Sunbelt head coach. So we'll look into that. And, and as mentioned, uh, women's hoops talk on tap. But the KavanaughCars.com question today, aside from Army-Navy, what is the best rivalry in college sports? 870-930-3776. On the Right Fiber Hotline, let's... Shout it, Zach. How are you? Yo, what's up, Carol? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. Best uh, robbery in college sports. Mm-hmm. Outside of Army, Navy. Mm-hmm. Huh. What do y'all think? I mean, what y'all, some of y'all's opinions? Well, it does not have to be football specific. Right. Well, I know Duke, North Carolina used to be a really good robbery in basketball. And, yeah. and still is. Yeah, I know, but, you know, it's, now that Coach K's gone, it's kind of, you know what I mean? Well, UNC forever gets to be the team that, that he coached his last game against, correct? That is true. That is true. Yeah. Uh, 
you got a couple different. I mean, you got Michigan and Ohio State. Uh, of course, Chuck would agree. Probably say that, right? Michigan, Ohio State. I would think. I would. I would guess if if we had to throw out an answer for Chuck, that that one sounds about right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what do y'all think? What's what's uh, going to y'all's mind? Well, I mean, there's there's a ton in college football alone. You've got the Iron Bowl. You know, and part of it just depends on on what you you grew up watching, what part of the country that you're in, as to whether you'd say something like the Iron Bowl or the Apple Cup or the Red River Red River rivalry or or something along those lines. Maybe you're from the Northeast and and you go with the game, or if you're a Sun Belt fan, you go with uh, you go with deeper than hate. I mean, there's it it it's it's going to be fan specific. You know, I might have to go with Arkansas, Arkansas State, because even though they're not, they don't play in certain sports, uh, the fans make it really, uh, as far as sports hook radio is related, they make it a robbery. <laughs> Wouldn't would y'all agree with that? Uh, there are, look, I think there's a good portion of, of each fan base that just kind of minds their own business and supports their own team and, and just does what they do, and then there's a, a small portion that just does not want to see the other one succeed. Hey, did we talk about Jim Leland getting into the uh, 2024 MLB Hall of Fame? No, not really. But I mean, congratulations! Obviously, he was a he was a legendary MLB manager. It's well deserved. Yeah, Bud. Bud this morning was kind of questioning his worthiness of being in the Hall of Fame. You know, uh, because his record was barely above 500. I think it was 506 or 510. His winning, you know, winning percentage. But I mean, golly, it's different when you're managing and coaching as opposed to playing. You know what I mean? And he, he took a Pirates team that was bad throughout the majority of the 80s. And even though they didn't win the World Series, they went to the three. They won three uh, divisions, uh, you know, played in three NL pennants, played those really good Braves teams. And then they he, he went to the, the Detroit Tigers and made them, a, you know, a powerhouse in the American League. And, of course, they lost to the Cardinals in 06 and then the Giants in 2012. But I think he's a great manager. You know, my dad uh, – they were on the same minor league team back in the mid '60s in the Tigers minor league organization. So you heard I'm the happy he got in. you heard the story about how he found out, right? How did he? I heard that was somebody yesterday. How did he find out? Was it middle of the night? So basically, he he'd gone to bed, and yeah. his phone rang from the Hall of Fame. Of course, he didn't know that, but. Uh, he said his wife walked into the room and heard a woman's voice on the other end and asked who it was. So Jim Leland said, quote, it's Jake from State Farm, end quote. And it was. Oh, my God. That's, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. It, but, was, uh, uh, it was the Hall of Fame. It was Jane Forbes. It, it was Jane Forbes Clark calling from the Hall of Fame. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, I'm glad he got in. You know, he's 78 years old now. And I think he's still a consultant with the uh, Tigers organization. Uh I'll never forget the video of him uh, cussing out Barry Bonds, and Barry Bonds was basically being a jerk to everybody on the team because he didn't like his his current deal back in I think '91 season during spring training down in Florida. And Jim just laid the law down to him. He didn't care if he was the superstar, if he was the franchise player. He treated him like he was the last man on the roster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, that was a kind of a lackluster response, but. Anyways, but uh, hey, today is the 80th birthday of uh, Jim Morrison of the Doors. Uh, we get Mark calling this thing, "Come on, baby, light my fire." I think people yeah. are strange would be more fitting. 
930-3776, the number to call. Uh, let us, again, throw out the KavanaughCars.com question, aside from Army-Navy, what's the best rivalry in college sports? By the way, you can say that that's not number one. You'd just be wrong, so we're not going to entertain that possibility. Uh, let's talk hoops, though. Arkansas State women's basketball opening up that doubleheader tomorrow at First National Bank Arena at noon. Pre-game coverage at 1130 here on the ticket against the Louisiana Tech Lady Texters. I'm excited for this one. I think A-State can win this one. Uh, this is an A-State team that has been successful at home this season with the exception of a, a game against Arkansas, which was game number three on the slate. And, and speaking of Arkansas, not that... Matching up scores from common opponents never tells ever a full picture of how a game will play out. But uh, A-State and Louisiana Tech do have Arkansas in common as a common opponent. And, you know, A-State won that game by 15, or excuse me, lost that game by 15 points in, in Jonesboro. Louisiana Tech lost to Arkansas by 40 in Fayetteville. In fact, that game was just last night. So, uh, Louisiana Tech is making a, a mad dash through the state this week. And I, I like the Red Wolves' chances here. Now, that, that kind of hinges on on one thing. Just looking at the, the stats and the notes and the numbers for the Lady Texters, they're kind of based around a player. And that player is Annalar Roberson. And she is very, very good. She is their leading scorer and their leading rebounder. Their leader in field goal percentage. And she just does a lot of things very, very well. She's also very tall. So it's going to be one of those games where A-State is going to have to play very, very well in the paint. And A-State's bigs are going to have to excel. This needs to be a really good game from... From Kinder Gillespie. Uh, It needs to be a good game from, from Melody Kapinga. And Kara Ellis is as well. Just anybody who's going to be tasked with defending Roberson in the paint is is going to have to have a solid performance. Looking at these matchups statistically, you know, A State's numbers are, are kind of skewed really heavily by that <laughs> by that eighty point win over Hendricks. But uh, even, even taking that out, A State would still average more points per game. And would have a better defensive margin as well. So again, that's that's the big task tomorrow. Just to be able to shut down their one standout. And to be able to continue to have a team effort. You know, hearing from Coach Rogers a couple of days back when, when she did her, her Zoom media conference. Although the team, of course, was coming off that loss at Kansas City, 62-57. to 57, she felt overall positive and optimistic about her team because she felt like her team could use that game as a as a learning experience. And, you know, that was a game where, where A-State just did not shoot it well, especially in the first and fourth quarter. And through the first three quarters got in, quite frankly, too deep of a hole. Um and then when A-State really turned it on in the fourth quarter, especially defensively, where they only allowed Kansas City to have one made shot in that entire 10 minutes, unfortunately it was too late. Um, it was too deep of a hole to climb out of. So maybe this will add some, uh, you know, that loss maybe add some, I, I don't want to say intensity, but for lack of a better word, that's what I'm going to use. I, I don't feel like this is a team that 
hasn't turned in a 40-minute performance because they have. But hopefully this will just kind of, that loss at Kansas City will just drive the point home a little bit harder. That it has to be a complete effort from beginning to end, from everybody out on the court, to be able to come away with a win. Louisiana Tech, you know, I don't, there's there's not a, there's not a Ken Palm for women's basketball. There is, but I think it's behind a paywall, so it's a little bit harder to access. But whether Louisiana Tech is having a, a great year or a not as great one, and they're two and seven right now. This is just a program that a state <laughs> and it's faithful forever and ever and ever wants wants to beat. So a state can do that tomorrow. Again, this one tips off at noon. First game of that doubleheader. And again, a reminder that it is a whiteout tomorrow at First National Bank Arena. Fans encouraged to wear white. Uh, they're also going to be giving out A-State basketball t-shirts. First 2,000 fans in the door. Also first 400 students with a student ID. So 2,400 t-shirts all day. So get there early. Get one of those. Be able to watch both of these games in the doubleheader pregame for the women's action starts at 1130 right here on the ticket uh 9303776 is the number to call on the right fiber hotline and we'll have it open during the break again the kavanaughcars.com question aside from army navy what's the best rivalry in college sports more on that when we return here on the ticket nobody crunches the numbers like kara take that for data the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Unwrap holiday deals on tires and wheels this month at Local Tire and Wheel, where you can get started on the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $25 out of pocket with no payments until next year. See, Local Tire and Wheel believes that everyone should have the option to travel on safe and dependable tires. Because let's be real, no one wants to be stranded on the side of the road in the cold. But most of us don't budget for tires. But when we need them, we need them. And that's where Local Tire and wheel comes in. Get four brand new tires today with nine months same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check in everyone approved. Why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay? Plus all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance and our road hazard protection program. And we offer $50 in referral cash back. And this month you can get started on any in-stock tires or wheels for only $25 out of pocket with no payments until next year. Unwrap holiday deals on tires and wheels at local tire and wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro and localtireandwheel.com. Play it again, sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Planning Against Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Planning Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Planning Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Planning Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Having trouble getting the trailer you need? Silverline Trailers, the largest trailer retailer in the USA, has the perfect solution for you. Guaranteed approval. No credit check re- Required. Get the quality trailer you need at a price you can afford. With over 3,500 trailers available and more coming in daily, we'll find the perfect trailer for you. And at Silverline, we're always looking to hire good people. Visit our website, SilverlineTrailer.com, for a location near you. You can stop by our Jonesboro location today at 3711 Stadium Boulevard or call 870-203-0000. Silverline Trailers, your trusted trailer retailer. 
Hello, everyone. John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. ASU Red Wolves are looking forward to a great season, so make sure you'll be at all the home games. And if you're traveling to the away games, why not travel in comfort and style in a new GMC or Chevrolet vehicle? Great deals and award-winning service from a family-owned dealership that knows how to take care of its customers. View all our inventory at georgekalemotors.com. Call us at 870-523-2792. Or better yet, come see us off Highway 67, Exit 85 in Newport. George Kale Motors and GMC. We are professional grade. Anywhere, anytime, any season, Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades Zoysia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tifway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and at Poinsett Turf Grass. At the Foundation of Arts, our mission is improving the quality of life of our community through the arts. And for 37 years, the FOA has done just that. Through the outreach programs we offer each year, the FOA is able to serve thousands of area students and families. This allows everyone the opportunity to experience live theater, study their art in weekly classes with tuition discounts, and even serve adults with special needs. By making the arts more accessible to all, we can make a meaningful impact on even more people in our community. But it takes generous givers to achieve this goal. If you can, please consider a gift to help the FOA further the mission for everyone in our community. Together, we can make a difference. The FOA is strong and poised for continued growth. Join the FOA community today. Start by going to foajonesboro.org to make a gift to help others receive the gift of a quality arts experience. See you at the theater. Or at the art center. Or at the next festival. Or concert. Or or just just anytime. On paper? It's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Some big rumors right now on social media in terms of the coaching carousel, in terms of MLB free agency, and we'll do a look around the rumor mill here in just a few moments. But let us go to the Right Fiber Hotline. Hey, who's with us? Uh, This is Ben Ring. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I just heard you commenting on the Army-Navy game, if you think that's the best rivalry. Um, It's hard to beat it, in my opinion, because it's been around for so long. Uh, I'm an Arkansas fan and a uh, Red Wolves fan, but I think the battle for the boot, in my opinion, would be a good rivalry game. I don't think it's as iconic, but it could be right up there with it. Okay. Uh, Also, I was going to comment on you making the uh, predictions for the Lady Red Wolves this weekend. Uh, In my opinion, I think that if they take their two bigs for the Red Wolves, then they would kind of not necessarily double team, but they could pull her, uh, the girl that plays on the left side of the court, I can't remember her name, but uh, if they would pull her more down toward the goal to help with uh, Louisiana's big, I think that they could stop her from scoring as much and make them shoot the outside shot instead of being able to just dump it off to her and, and let her score at will. I think that sounds like a good game plan. Louisiana Tech is not not a, a great shooting team. They're not a great shooting team from three. So if, you, if you've got a situation where you can clog up the paint and, and keep Roberson from getting to it constantly, then that sounds like a pretty good strategy to me. 
Yeah, I think that they have a really good shot at beating them. I watched the uh, Lady Razorbacks play the, the Lady Red Wolves, and it was a very good game. I didn't think it would be that close, but it turned out to be very entertaining. I wish that the men's team and even the football teams would, you know, make those games happen sure. because I believe that it would uh, draw a lot of revenue and they could even do it at War Memorial Stadium for the football game to draw a lot of people to the central part of the state. Well, there is a football game on tap for 2025. So, yeah. so we do have that but, one to look forward to. I don't, I don't, we probably should not hold our breath on basketball. I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I doubt soon. that'll happen, but. <laughs> It is good that, in my opinion, I went to Westside there in Jonesboro, uh-huh. and I got to see Avery that plays for the men's team there at A-State uh, play in his high school career. And I really like the fact that Darren Ford came to uh, Arkansas State from the Razorbacks because he did stay in-state, and he is a very talented young man. The fact that we can keep that like that in Arkansas, no matter who they play for, says something for our two programs main programs that we have in the state I, I agree and right now you know there was a game I'm trying to remember if it was the the home opener or if it was an exhibition game where you had almost an all Arkansas contingent on the court for for on the court for a state because you had you had Avery Feltz out there you had Darian Ford out there uh, you had Freddie Hicks out there you had Zane Butler out there and uh, so you had four of your five four your five guys out there that were that were in-state products and that was just that was fun to see yeah, I don't know if uh, you or anybody that you work with got a chance to go to the Barry Pruitt Classic and see that young man that is committed to play for A-State, the men's team, uh-huh. from Bartlett. But uh, I was there and got to watch that guy play in the finals against, uh, I believe it was Rossview, yeah, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But uh, when he comes to A-State, he is going to be a big addition because he dominated the paint. I mean, he's he's – tall enough to, to move anybody out of the way and has the body mass to bully his way to the rim if he needs to. Well, I didn't get to make it out there, so I appreciate that insight. And uh, that young man's name, by the way, is Arshon King. Yeah, I can't keep up with everybody's name. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> totally understand. But, uh, well, y'all have a good day. I just wanted to give you my opinion on that. Yeah, I appreciate the phone call. Don't be a stranger, all right? All right, thank you. Thank you. These phone lines open at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline, brought to you by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. The KavanaughCars.com question, again, aside from Army-Navy, what's the best rivalry in college sports? I have an an in-state mention to go with that one that we'll throw at you in a moment. But I want to get caught up here for a moment on the rumor mill uh, because there's, there's a lot going on. Of course, uh, just a quick note on on the transfer portal. Once again, have not seen any additional A-State additions to the portal. Uh, When I looked earlier today, now that was prior to showtime. Uh, To the best of my knowledge, that has not changed. Have not seen anything scroll by there. So, again, right now in terms of Red Wolves in the portal, it's, it's guys we've already listed off, you know, every single day this week. So we're not going to go through uh, that, that list right now. Now, the... The big news nationally right now that is trending on social media is about Shohei Otani. And there are, depending on where you look, Otani either has not made his decision and is not close to it. Uh, His decision is imminent and it's going to be out like any minute now we're going to learn. Or he's already signed with the Blue Jays. 
which which is interesting. Now, those are the three primary rumors on Twitter X. I want to I want to make it very clear that absolutely not a single one of those blessed things have been confirmed by Otani's camp. So, uh, so uh, I, I want to be clear there. But those are there's there's so much smoke right now with those rumors that you almost feel like there's got to be fire somewhere. And again, depending on on where you look, it's just everybody right now that covers Major League Baseball is tweeting or commenting on Otani. Uh, there, there are several people that that are saying again that he has not made a decision yet. There is no timetable for a decision at the moment. Um, I will tell you, I think one of the first things I saw this morning was that uh, was a tweet that said, uh, "Otani decision is on the way." It can happen any minute now. So, you know, the real truth is somewhere in between those. <laughs> so he's going to announce basically sometime between right now this minute at 1.23 p.m. on Friday, December the 8th, or, you know, before the, the start of the 24th season. It's, it's going to be somewhere in there. And it's going to be either the Blue Jays or, you know, one of the 29 other teams in Major League Baseball. I know you really uh, you look to us here on the Workday Red Zone for, for super in-depth sourced MLB reporting so I'm just glad we can we can measure up to that today obviously we've got the Twitter machine up and rolling so if if there is some kind of significant announcement on Otani before 2 p.m. today we will certainly mention that news but uh but again he's either he's either really close or he's not close at all (laughs) Uh, and of course, uh, look, uh, once he signs, there'll be a lot more MLB news that, that comes out in the next few days, but, but nothing, uh, nothing right now, this second at one twenty four PM on Friday, December the 8th. I, I do want to switch gears completely, switch sports completely, switch levels completely, and, and mention another rumor that is out there right now on social media. And again, it's another one of those rumors that kind of bears, bears mentioning because because it's being reported by so many sources. So I guess I should probably be clear. It's rumor to me sounds like it could be made up, sounds like it could be fictional. This is, this is a report. These are multiple reports uh, regarding the coaching carousel that are saying that Troy's, John Sumrall is the primary target at Tulane. And this is really interesting to me for for several reasons. This report first started making the rounds, I think, last night from a a New Orleans publication. And I honestly didn't really give it a lot of thought because to me, it's, well, it seems like a lateral move. I mean, why would you want to leave everything, leave what you built at Troy, because you're probably set up for a good season next year. You've got your culture in place. Yes, you're losing a six-year quarterback. Yes, uh, you're losing some other standout players that, that are seniors. But you've shown you can have success. You're in a good spot. you got the culture in place. you got your lead running back coming back. You, you should be in a good spot. So now you're going to have to go and and even though Tulane is obviously coming off a couple of successful years you're going to have departures in the the portal due to the coaching change there's going to be a shift there you know what why but for all of the work that the Sunbelt has done to improve its on-field product perception unfortunately is is still a little bit against the league 
anywhere that you look right now, in terms of computer rankings and analytics, the Sun Belt is the best group of five league. And it is expected to be moving forward once all of the moving and shaking with realignment sorts itself out. But public perception still is clearly not caught up, caught up to that. You know, Troy had the same record as Tulane. Troy had a better strength of schedule than Tulane. But yet when you look at the AP poll, when you look at the CFP rankings, Troy was nowhere to be found. So I guess some all figures that a move to Tulane could get him closer to being in the playoff, being that, that group of five representative. And then also there's money. We mentioned the perception hurdle that the Sun Belt has not been able to, to get over yet. There's also still the fact that at the end of the day, the AAC has a much larger television contract because of that. And, and other factors as well. They have higher athletic budgets. And so Tulane could at bare minimum triple John Summerall's salary. Now there's been a lot of those reports this morning. That, that Summerall is the target at Tulane. Uh, Pat Forty of Sports Illustrated did comment on that about an hour ago, saying, quote, update on Tulane and John Summerall per sources. Deal not done. Some work yet to do. Troy has made a substantial commitment to keep Summerall. Expectation is that Tulane will either sew up the deal this afternoon or move on, end quote. When, again, when this news kind of first broke last night, there were conversations about it last night, I kind of thought that maybe it was like a for lack of a better word, a cash grab <laughs> from some hall from Troy. Because that happens, look, that happens all the time in, in, in college coaching, right? You see all of these rumors that a, a coach is interested in this vacancy or this vacancy is interested in a coach. And really, the coach doesn't want to move on at all. They just want an extension and some more money from where they're at. And that's kind of what this story sounded like to me when it first broke. But Tulane gave John Summerall, excuse me, Troy, Gave Summerall a raise and an extension last year. I don't know how much is still in the coffer there at Troy for, for Summerall. But, again, that's a, that's a developing story to watch today. So we got coaching carousel stuff to watch today. we got Shohei Otani stuff to watch today. And we've still got a KavanaughCards.com question to debate uh, for the next 30 minutes. Again, aside from Army-Navy, what is the best rivalry in college sports? Again, I've got an in-state answer that uh, we'll throw at you when we come back. But we need to step aside for a quick breather. Keep it with us on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Attention members and guests. It's a special bowl edition of Live with the Red Wolves. Presented by Greenway Equipment this Monday, December 11th from 7 to 8 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join Butch Jones and a special player guest and listen on 107.9 K5. And audience members can win prizes from textbook brokers. It's all at Lost Pizza Monday at 7 during Live with the Red Wolves. Presented by Greenway Equipment. And sponsored by First Choice Farm and Lawn. Crown Limousine, Magnet Motor Company, Stanley Woodard Law Firm, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, and Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson. It doesn't matter if you need to stock up for a holiday gathering, stock up after a holiday gathering, or pick up something for the grown-up on your gift list. It's always worth the drive to Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the best prices, with more than 200 flavors from around the world. And there are lots of gift sets available this holiday season. And Mr. T's is open 365 days a year, anytime of year it's always worth the drive to mr t's in cardwell and in red onion missouri mr t's at riverside crack screen on your phone or tablet 
It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Get huge savings now at every Kavanaugh dealership. Kavanaugh has a great selection of late model, low mileage, certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And most are still under factory warranty. We have every make and every model, so you're sure to find the vehicle you want. And when you buy at Kavanaugh. Every new and used purchase comes with one year of free maintenance. Plus, we buy cars. Bring a vehicle, get a check. Come see us today at one of our dealerships or go to KavanaughCars.com. Hi, this is Davey Carter. At Centennial Bank, our focus remains on our customers. We know how special it is to be part of the Northeast Arkansas community, and that includes our special relationship with Arkansas State University. From our on-campus banking center to Centennial Bank Stadium, our commitment has never been stronger. Some things never change. And football season is here, so come out and see us at Centennial Bank Stadium and go Red Wolves. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. Are you looking for a great gift that's easy to get? How about a gift that keeps on giving? Think Super 10's Window Tenant. Get that special someone a gift card from Super 10's in any amount you'd like. It just takes minutes and you're in and out. So if there's someone on your Christmas list driving around with no tent, think Super 10's. It's the gift that keeps on giving day after day, year after year. There's a lifetime warranty on all their tent jobs. And with over 50 years of combined experience, these guys are the professionals. Great customer service. And top of the line, Lumar Window Films made in America. Let our family take care of your family's window tinting needs and don't let your family drive around without the protection they need this christmas not only does window tint make every vehicle look better it also protects your skin from uv rays it gives you an extra layer of privacy and it insulates your ride keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer call super tents 870-933-TINT that's 870-933-8468 or stop by super tents at 3212 east nettleton next to shadrach's coffee and sonic super tents tint with the best or fade like the rest Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. 870-9303-776. Don't have that number memorized yet. I mean, I do, but I say it eight times a day, every day, for the past decade. That number, and so I have I have our hotline number memorized, of course. I have our uh, overall office number memorized. I have Red Wolf Mark's phone number memorized at this point, and I've got, like, the Chinese delivery place. Th- those are the numbers I know at this point in time by heart. Everything else, it's programmed in my phone if I need to call it. <laughs> If, if I ever get in trouble and I have one one phone call, 
Whew, that is some slim picking. Uh, but uh, again, you can give us a ring. You can weigh in on the Kavadawcars.com the question. Aside from Army Navy, what is the best rivalry in college sports? And I want to throw out, you know, my my favorite um, in terms of a game where I don't have a rooting interest. I absolutely have to throw out the battle of the ravine because while there are some great rivalry games involving state of Arkansas programs, I mean, a state has a paint bucket bowl. Uh, you got the battle of the Timberlands uh, between Arkansas Monticello, UAM and, and SAU. Of course, the university of Arkansas has some great rivalry games, some great trophies. Central Arkansas, McNeese, they play for the Red Beans and Rice Bowl. But at the end of the day, in this state, it is the Battle of the Ravine. One of the most frequently played, longest-running rivalries in college football between Henderson State and Washita Baptist. And more on that in a moment. But let's go to the phone and check in with Gary. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Hey, doing well. Thank you for the phone call. Uh, you know, so if John Summerall leaves, uh, then he's taking the, the quick payday. But there's a good chance he's there when the AAC's TV contract goes to crap. Because they're Conference USA light. Yeah. You know, uh, they got a big deal because they had a lot of huge markets. But they won't get a deal like that again. Yeah, the thing is, though, when they when they signed that deal, it they signed it for twelve years. It runs until until thirty or yeah, until thirty two, twenty thirty two. Okay. Now there will be every league uh, across sports is going to rene- renegotiate once or even twice before then. So at the end of the day, will it be the the biggest uh, group of five television contract? I mean, looking ahead to twenty thirty two, probably not. But then again, who even knows what the group of five will look like in 2032? So that's impossible to look that far ahead into the future. That's true. I didn't realize that their deal went that yeah. far out. But. Yeah, it's 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 long. They signed it in, uh, it, it started in 2020, and it was a 12-year okay. deal. Okay. Well, then maybe, you know, maybe he'll be able to get his money while he's still there. And, and uh, I don't know, though. I just, I feel like the trajectory that the Sun Belt is on, and maybe it's biased because we're fans, sure. right? Um, that it's just going to be a better deal in the long run. And he's going to be able to stay with Troy and build with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, like, I, this is... There's just nothing else there. And, and don't get me wrong, three times your salary for, for any of us is a big deal. Uh, and, and that's what... That's what Summerall would be looking at, again, at minimum. Uh, Summerall's paid a million right now at Troy. Um, of course, Tulane is private, so not all of their contracts are out there. But it was reported that Willie Fritz was making somewhere at, at 2.8, 2.9. And, of course, every time there's a new hire, salaries go up. So let's say Summerall gets, gets 3.25. So it's, it's going to be a significant, a significant pay bump. But other than that, I mean, that's – I say other than that, like – Again, like triple triple your salary wouldn't be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. <clears throat> uh, don't get me wrong, right? Bill Gates' money, Jeff Bezos' money, whatever, uh, Nick Saban' money—that that, all that is, you know, 
dream money for people who live on less than a hundred thousand a year, right? Right. Um, but at the same time, sometimes when when you have the right fit, and and I don't know this about him, I don't know anything about his family or whatever's going on there. Sometimes it's just not about the money. Yeah. You know, um, especially if he envisions himself as saying, "Okay, the the position we're at in the Sun Belt." I will make that money without moving my wife and my young children. You know? Yeah. Uh, now, that's not to say that he wouldn't jump at the chance. I mean, hell, most people would. Like you said, I'm tripling your incomes. A, that's a big deal. Uh, but sometimes for some people, it's just not about the money. Yeah. I guess I'm just surprised. Like, he, he seems poised for for a, a $6 million plus payday in, in the SEC or the Pac-12 or, or the Big 12. I guess I'm just surprised he would take kind of the the small jump to Tulane versus waiting for another coaching cycle and taking and taking the big jump with with an SEC program. Right. So I didn't look at all. Did you? Uh, do you know how much did Willie get uh, at Houston? I don't know. I, I I haven't seen that report, and honestly, I haven't thought to to look for it until just now. Because um, you know Houston's Big Twelve now or whatever, right? So did I mean did he? get a substantial increase or did he go because he wanted the, the conference affiliation probably a little bit of both uh according to the houston chronicle he signed a five-year deal with an annual salary of 4.5 so he goes from 2.8 to 4.5 okay so he got he got a bump but i mean yeah i don't know i, I just you know uh like you said the sunbelt is got a history of putting coaches in the sec and in bigger conferences right Right. And he may be moving for more money, but the conference affiliation would be a downgrade. And then not only that, but God forbid, Willie takes half the roster with him and he has a rough year or two rebuilding, right? Then he's starting over. Sure. And then how many players does he grab from Troy? <laughs> right. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I think, I don't know that the, I don't know that the reward is worth the risk in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it, it's a quick payday, but if anything goes wrong, uh, you know, you're, you're likely to be gone very quickly. Whereas he has another year like he had at Troy this year and, you know, Ole Miss calls or Mississippi state or whatever, you know, one of these, one of these teams that is constantly firing and hiring guys looking for the right fit. Yeah, I think he did. You know? I think he did interview uh, at, at Mississippi State. So, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I kind of think that you know, it, it's a, it is a lateral move as far as the job, or even maybe a step down as far as the job is concerned. But he would be making more money. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I guess it just depends on what he what he cares about most, right? Yeah, and we'll find out. Uh, it sounds like maybe even by the end of the day. I mean, I think for for us, maybe we want him to go. See, I'm really torn. On the one hand, you know, I'm fine with, with Troy going through a, a coaching hire. On the other hand, I had a really, really good time last summer or this summer at Sunbelt Conference Media Day watching Butch Jones interview John Summerall, and I'd totally be down for a repeat of that at, at next year's <laughs> Sunbelt Media Day. Okay. I mean, hey, that could be interesting. I Yeah. <sighs> On one hand, anything we can do to make Troy weaker, 
give us a better chance to win our side. I'm for. At the same time, I do like the fact that we are rated as the highest G5 conference and have been for a few years now, you know. Um, and so taking a chance with them hiring a stinker is probably not that great. Yeah. But anyway, thanks for taking my call. Hey, Gary, we appreciate it. Have a good Have afternoon. a good one. You too. We will have we'll have more open phone lines to, to wrap up the show. But you know what? We might as well squeeze in a break here. We've got time. We've got one more we need to take. Uh, we'll follow back up on our KavanaughCars.com question. Do, do one more look for, for Otani or Summerall rumors. And then, hey, we'll, we'll call it a week. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. It takes all of us. Here's what our kids say about fighting dirty to keep Jonesboro beautiful. Did you know litter is the number one contributor and threat to Arkansas's natural experiences and resources? All littering is illegal in Arkansas, including cigarette butts. Littering, even just a cigarette butt, can carry a fine up to $1,000 and one year of imprisonment. The world is not... Let's work together to keep Jonesboro beautiful. Listen to tomorrow's custodians of our city and keep Jonesboro beautiful. For more information, log on to keepjonesboroBeautiful.com. Some things in life are just too important to chance. When choosing your cardiology team, consider the only hospital with an A rating in patient safety by LeapFrog. Delivering world-class heart and vascular care and an unmatched safety protocol, NEA Baptist stands above the rest. With a team of the most skilled physicians in the region's largest multi-specialty group, your heart is in capable hands. You have a choice in your heart and vascular care. Choose NEA Baptist, where safety isn't a goal, it's a promise. It's a mix and match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, loaded tots, Domino stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza locations. Every person deserves respect, and that's what you're promised when you work with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Bill Stanley and Jared Woodard are proud former lettermen at Arkansas State. And with over 45 years' experience, they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results. In fact, they've both been recognized in the National Trial Lawyers Association Top 100, whether it's personal injury, nursing home neglect, criminal defense, or civil litigation. Get respect, results, relief with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Call 932-2000 and visit stanleywoodard.com. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, get invoice pricing on all remaining new 2023 vehicles in stock with 0% financing available on select vehicles. With approved credit, see dealer for details. Hurry, because these end-of-year deals are going fast. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction at the corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. At Dirksen Hospice, we understand that every moment matters. In your time of need, we're here to provide support for you and your loved ones. Our dedicated team is committed to creating a caring and personal experience tailored to your unique needs all around Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's pain management, emotional support, or just a friendly face to talk to, we're here for you every step of the way. When you choose Dirksen Hospice, you're not just choosing a service, you're choosing a family. To learn more about our compassionate care, find us on Facebook, Dirksen Hospice, because you and your loved ones deserve the very best. The 
Tuesday, women host Louisiana Tech Saturday at noon on the Ticket Radio Network, while the men host UAB at 2.30 on 107.9 K5. Red Bulls basketball is brought to you in part by Hytro, Vision Care Center, Hilltop Family Dentistry, George Kell Motors, Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson, Jonesboro Lock and Key, WT Equipment, Crown Limousine, Arkansas Superstore, First Choice Farm and Lawn, Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, Collision Repair, Discount Metal Roofing, Glen Sane Motors, JT White Hardware and Lumber, Right Fiber, Denso Manufacturing, and First Security Bank. We tend not to think about right now, but right now in front of us is victory over cancer. Right now, cancer research funded by the V Foundation is leading to better treatments and saving lives. When you give to the V Foundation, 100% of your donation goes directly to game-changing cancer research. Victory over cancer is there for the taking by you. Donate at V.org because today's cancer research is tomorrow's victory. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you for one more segment. Phone lines open uh, 870-930-3776. com question today. We are asking you, aside from Army-Navy, which I have up there at number one by itself, what is the best rivalry in college sports? So big thank you, as always, to our friends at com for sponsoring our daily question or topic or fill-in-the-blank or whatever we throw at you. Uh, day in and day out. And of course, a reminder to, to head there right now if you're looking for a new or even a new to you vehicle, just because they've got everything you need uh, in the car buying process. First and foremost, of course, they've got the full inventory there for you online at KavanaughCars.com. And then after you pick out that perfect ride for you, you can go ahead and get pre approved. Um, you can find out what your trade in is worth. They've got a, a budget calculator, it's, it's literally everything you need to buy a vehicle at KavanaughCars.com. We were talking uh, in the previous segment just a little bit about the Battle of the Ravine, which, of course, is Henderson State and Washita Baptist. And the cool thing about it, you know, if, if you're unfamiliar, first off, we're, we're not going to be able to do this rivalry justice in the five minutes we have left before music hits. But do yourself a favor and do a little, do a little Googling uh, this afternoon. But this is really cool because these teams walk to the opposing field. Uh, they walk across Highway 67 in Arkadelphia from one campus to the other to, to play the game. Apparently, look, you, you guys know I'm not a golfer, but uh, Henderson State's Carpenter Haygood Stadium is a driver and a three iron away from OBU's Cliff Harris Stadium. So those of you that are golfers, you <laughs> you can do the math on how far apart that is. Not even going to break a sweat. Walking from one to the other. And it's a rivalry that's been going on since 1895. 96 meetings. And that ranks ninth all time when it comes to Division II football's most played rivalries. There's been a lot of goofy stuff that's happened along the way. 
Uh, in fact, they even had to have a 12-year hiatus in the game due to prank wars by the school. I'm pretty sure there was a kidnapping involved at one point, you know? <laughs> so, you know, just normal rivalry stuff, right? I think just one kidnapping over the years. But it's also a game that always has Division II championship implications. So it's always just a big, big deal. And honestly, it's, it's, a, it's a bucket list game for me. It just, unfortunately, I, I seem to be busy every football season right now. So it's one I haven't got to take part in. But it's one that, uh, that I absolutely want to go and check out at some point in time. Henderson State, the winner of that game this year in the 96th Battle of the Ravine, topping off, uh, knocking off OBU at OBU. 10th ranked OBU, 31 to 27 in that meeting. So pretty cool. And of course, there's the just the overall awesomeness of, of college football and all of these different, what the different rivalry games are called. The rivalry trophies from the, the behemoths that clock in at a couple hundred pounds to the ones that are uh, like the bits of broken chair trophy and everything else along the way. It's just, a forever awesome sport. And Army-Navy tomorrow is going to be a lot, a lot of fun. So looking forward to that one. I'll just, again, I'll just be watching kind of bits and pieces. Actually, I might not get to watch any at all because I'm not very good at multitasking and I, I don't want to have that game pulled up while I'm, while I'm trying to watch A-State basketball. I'd kind of be doing a disservice to everybody. But I might try during those two games. I might try and and watch in a little watch watch a little bit of the pageantry between the A State women's game and the A State men's game tomorrow. Uh, let's look ahead to next week. Well, I say that, and and I don't know what's on the docket for next week. To be honest with you, it will be our last full week in studio for the entire rest of the year. When we look ahead to you know the week of the eighteenth, we'll have any a tournament action. For you to begin that week, uh, beginning in on, on Wednesday of that week, the 20th, we'll have coverage live from Montgomery. We'll start with signing day coverage, and then we'll have just regular good old bowl game coverage as well that week. The following week, the last week of December, uh, again, we'll have a lot of NEA tournament coverage for you. So so right now, tentatively, we have we have one show that week, and we'll update you uh, as as we get closer to that, just in case that changes. But again, next week, the last full week here on the Workday Red Zone of 2023. And, of course, on Monday when we come back, we'll recap a lot of A-State basketball. Maybe, maybe when we come back Monday, we'll know who Shohei Otani is playing for. Heavy emphasis on maybe. Is Jim Bowden just reporting that uh, Otani has not made a decision in the process is ongoing with no expected imminent conclusion. All other reports are not true. Carry on. So maybe we'll know something then. I would expect we'll know whether or not Troy is on the lookout for a head coach by then. And of course, I'm sure there will be new portal entries as well. But next week should be... Next week should be fun. Fingers crossed. Looking around for any other news and notes before we get out of here. Again, reminder tonight, we're going to have the Memphis Grizzlies for you. They're going to be back at FedEx Forum and taking on Minnesota. They've won three out of their last four. And yes, I know that went over the Pistons last time out was awful because the 
not the win itself being awful, but the, the quality of competition pretty rough there with the Pistons having lost 18 in a row. But still, the Grizzlies just trying to build on anything over these next few games because about a week and a half away from getting John Morant back. And if you're getting Ja back, you get, you know, Kennard healthy, you get Smart healthy. We can see a completely different looking Grizzlies team here in, in less than two weeks. Something big time to look forward to there. Hey, that's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. Again, a big, big, big thank you to Arkansas State AD Jeff Purinton who joined us in studio earlier. If you missed that chat, obviously, yes, we are going to have it up for you later on this afternoon. You'll be able to find it at 953theticket.com. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next. That's going to be followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here Monday morning for the front row with Bud and Randy at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio with JC will come your way at 10, and we will return Monday at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this week. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great weekend.